Hub out there, planet Earth, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie. A conversational show where two independent filmmakers discuss a we consider to be underappreciated movies. My name is John Cavickles. I'm a Los Angeles-based filmmaker. I am Osvaldo Cuevas, and I am a Chicago-based filmmaker. Yes, back back home in Chicago. That's right. Back yeah. home after uh, many, many... Many much travelings. Many moons. Yes. Many moons, yes. Many moons of travelings. <laughs> yeah. We've been filming all over the country. Got to go to Central America. Got to do some fun, some fun stuff. That's awesome, man. Well, welcome home. Welcome home. Yeah. I know I said Which, that last week when you were in California, but welcome home to your actual home in Chicago. Yeah. My home's everywhere. <laughs> as, long as, as long as I get to see your face, I'm home, John. Yeah. Well, great. <laughs> so, Osvaldo, we're doing something a little different today. We're kind of taking a... Uh, End of the first trimester of 2023 break, and uh, we're going over the movies we've watched this year. So you'd mentioned last week during our segment, What's Good, uh, after I gushed over the library, that you talked about keeping a list of movies that you watch every every year. So yeah, we're just going to kind of go over our list currently, kind of blow through, see if there's any secret recommendations we have for people out there. Yeah, since we primarily stick to movies that we think are underappreciated, maybe we can talk about some good movies or just any recommendation of movies that we've watched and enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so hopefully um, someone out there gets gets to learn about a cool movie here. No spoilers on this episode, so feel free to listen and enjoy. Yeah, no spoilers. Maybe maybe some synopses, but no uh, no spoilers. <laughs> we'll do our best. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured how we do this, John, is we just go chronologically, starting from January first all the way to today's date, which is. April 23rd. Yeah, recording on the 23rd of April. I can start. So uh, New Year's Day, uh, we just kind of, my wife and I just kind of chilled at the house. We did a, she likes uh, she likes horror movies, like kind of like medium to low budget horror movies. So we did a double feature of Smile and Black Phone. Uh, nice. So Smile, yeah, Smile written and directed by Parker Finn, starring uh, Sosie Bacon, who's Kevin Bacon's and Kira Sedgwick's daughter. And definitely, if I had to recommend one over the other, I would take Smile over Black Phone. Black Phone has, was uh, like Ethan Hawke, and it was fine. Uh, we watched them both on Amazon Prime, but Smile was kind of kind of a surprise. I didn't expect to, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. And then I actually went back and watched the um, the short film that it was based on. I think it's free on YouTube, and that's actually really well done too. So yeah, I definitely I would say Smile over Black Phone. Oh, interesting. I've only seen Black Phone. I really enjoyed it, actually. I was actually at, I think, Target, and I noticed that Black Phone was a book written by Joe Hill. And I'm guessing oh, really? that's what the movie was based off. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Joe Hill. I don't know if, if you know who he is. No, I don't really I don't um, read any of his stuff. He's, if you're going to read any kind of like newer horror, it's definitely he does a lot of really nice comic books, really good comic books. But he's somebody's son who they consider the king of horror for novel writing. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh -huh. Is it Stephen King's son? Yeah. Stephen King's son. Yeah, if you look at his picture, he looks just like looks him. Looks just like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I bought this book, and I'm pretty excited to read it just because he's, he's a good writer, so I'm assuming yeah. it's going to be it's gonna be just as good. Excellent, man. Yeah, we'll yeah. check it out. My first ones that I, that I watched are not going to be as... Uh... Actually, you know what? Yeah, it's kind of a horror. If you have kids and you're watching it with kids, <laughs> but this is a, a school for good and evil. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this, but this is a book that my daughter read and she was pretty excited to find out that it was going to be a, a film and we were going to watch it. And I was surprised to see the cast that they had. So they had Charlize Theron in it, Carrie yeah. Washington, Michelle Yeoh. And Three bangers Kate right now. All right. Yeah. And Kate <laughs> Blanchett right there as well. All right. Yeah. Great, so it had an awesome cast. Yeah. 
And it was directed by Paul Feek, which I know he directed a bunch of Arrested Development episodes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He's a Canadian dude, I think, because he also yeah, did he, like Freaks and Geeks and a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, he did the female version. He directed the female version of the Ghostbusters. He directed uh, Bridesmaids, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I actually remember him. I, <laughs> this is so stupid. I remember him from when I was a little kid. There was a movie called Ski Patrol. Where he was like, he played like the nerd in it. So like years, years later, when I found out that he was like this big time director, I was like, wait, isn't that Stanley from Ski Patrol? And it's like, it's such a random reference nobody that nobody else would get. But about. I just, yeah, I just remember the dumb, he did like this whole dance number. It was just one of those like early HBO movies. So oh, interesting. Paul Feig, that's what I, that's what I know Paul Feig from is Ski Patrol. Yeah. Yeah. So would I recommend this film? Maybe if you have kids, definitely worth watching. It's yeah. uh, it's probably an older kid or a kid who can handle himself because it does get um, a little scary sometimes. John, I probably wouldn't recommend it for you. Yeah? Okay. Might be too a little scary. too much for you to handle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, in the second, uh, we continued our, our laying on the couch doing nothing uh, horror fest with a movie called Fall that we rented on Amazon. It's about Wait, a couple girls. Yeah. It, is this the one where they're climbing a tower? Yeah, two girls. Oh like, God, yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> best friends Becky this? and best friends Becky and Hunter find themselves atop a two thousand foot radio tower. They get stuck up there. I was really surprised with how much I enjoyed this movie. Really? Yeah. So my wife and I like watching previews sometimes, and we'll go through it. Um, like when after we watch a show, and we don't feel like going to bed right away, or if we just yeah. have like half an hour, we'll just watch a couple of previews. And this preview, I keep like because the cover looks kind of cool, and I'm always like, oh, what's this? And so mm-hmm. we've seen it like 14 times and like basically any chance I get, I'm like, oh, whoa, what's this? And I'll start playing it and she gets pissed at me. So maybe yeah. we'll actually just watch it. It was, it, it was, like I said, I was actually surprised with how, because it's not really up my alley as far as like movies I tend to like, but uh, some good, uh, it's kind of a character study, but some good uh, twists that didn't feel cheap or anything like that. Really, really, I think really well done. I would, I would recommend it if you like that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's streaming now on Stars. We rented it on Amazon, though. Then on the third of the year, I I, I really front loaded my year with movies. Uh, it's I promised to <laughs> slow down because uh, I wasn't working at the time. My wife had to go to work, so I watched All Quiet on the Western Front, the remake. Have you seen cool. that on? Uh, no, not the, the remake. How was it? Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's 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 great. I mean, it's it's a fucking bummer. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. fun. Uh, but it's cool to kind of see things from the other side. You know, we always get these movies about America the hero and all this stuff. So it's kind of interesting uh, so to see we, German. Is German the hero? It, 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 <laughs> Germany the hero? <laughs> it's, it's Germany the victim, really, is what it is. Got it. Okay, uh, I mean, that makes sense. It's like but it's shot, yeah. Wars wrong in every direction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, like, you see, you know, you, you never see, like, a World War II movie where it's like, oh, yeah, like, the Germans, like, they're also human beings. They're always just these like faceless monsters and we're mowing them down. This is very much from the other side of the, the aisle and it's actually done it's done beautifully. It looks great. And it's a Netflix original, I believe. Uh, it's definitely streaming on Netflix. That's where I watched it. But I I think it's considered a Netflix original, but I think they just bought it to get Yeah, that, probably. The, the I know they, yeah. they do that a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh definitely I would definitely recommend that if you like more movies, if you like more intense stuff like that. Uh it's all it's all in German, so you do have to read subtitles. Uh, but it, it's worth it, you know. And then we both watched the movie at the same day, the exact same one. Mm-hmm. Not we that did. big of a coincidence because Bubba Hotep, we had a, a podcast about it. Yeah, so we, we all know how <laughs> you feel. You, you thumbs up, me thumbs down on Bubba Hotep. That's right, yeah. I did watch another movie, again, with the kids. It was Christmas break, I think. That's why we were pretty sure, yeah. laid back. So we knocked out a few in the beginning here. It was Black Adam. 
Oh, the Rock on movie? HBO. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was all right. It was what you expected it to yeah, be. Yeah, I kind of heard mixed mixed reviews on it. I'm not really big into like the whole superhero genre stuff. Even the people I know that are really into it were kind of like, yeah, it was fine. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think The Rock, I think his ego might have gotten in the way of that one a little bit, but uh, that's just stuff like this is rumors I've heard. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't really know much about it. I, I'm not, I'm not a DC guy in general, and I'm definitely not uh, a big superhero movie guy. So, but you think you're just kind of medium? Yeah, it was like, eh, it was, you know, every superhero movie that comes, that's been coming out, it's, it's fun to watch. And then after it's done, it's like, wait a minute, that didn't make any sense. Easily forgettable. Yeah. yeah, this wasn't as good as like the, um, I would say like the Marvels that, that have come out. And yeah. DC's been struggling to keep up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which everyone knows. That's no, that's not a big yeah, epiphany not, for anyone. Yeah. Dropping anything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, cool man so black adam kind of would not really recommend yeah yeah and then uh the, the next following day i watched super pets also starring the rock oh okay <laughs> yeah so we did it like it's a, him a rock and, is it him kevin back. hart yeah kevin hart yeah um and that was fun that's it's better than black adam i yeah. laughed more <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, uh laugh more with it as opposed to at it like yeah black that's Adam. right yeah although cool, yeah i don't even think so, i left at black adam like at it because it was it was just, just, it wasn't even like, it wasn't like well done or like poorly done. It was just done. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it yeah. was just completed. Yeah. Yeah. It was completed. Special effects, <laughs> were they any good or no? Yeah. I mean, they're always good though. They have yeah. the budget for it. I wasn't, yeah, yeah. I wasn't like blown away. I, I don't think I've ever seen, and this is surprising, I don't think I've ever seen a superhero movie and been blown away by the special effects. Uh, Which yeah, is maybe weird. some of the maybe some of the earlier Marvel stuff when they were really trying to make a name for themselves, but even they really kind of phoned it in at this point. Yeah, I just know? feel like it all looks the same. It's yeah. all green screened. All like I'd watch the Mandalorian, and I'm kind of blown away by that more because they have more practical really? effects. Oh plus, they have I the think background. Mandalorian looks like shit. Really? <laughs> yeah, that Boba Hotep, not Boba Hotep, but uh, what's it yeah, called? Yeah, Boba Hotep. Like, no, not Boba, Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, Boba Fett. Boba Hotep was. I uh, can't watch those shows. Are Bruce Campbell, man. I just, oh yeah, I can't do. I ah, I like the first him. season of Mandalorian, and then it it was basically Xena Warrior Princess. Like, oh, well, let's have a new mission every week, and blah, blah, blah. and it was just like I don't care about any of this stuff. Baby Yoda, of course, is freaking adorable, but other than that, I don't give a shit about either of those shows. And I was a huge Star Wars kid, like huge Star Wars kid. But they have <sighs> consistently disappointed me. I can't, I can't do it. I prefer this show over the last like three movies that came out. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather not watch any of them. <laughs> if I can just stay away from them completely, that'd be great. All right, you have my permission. All right, cool. Thank <laughs> you so much. So, so wait, so Super Pets, thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you think? Um, again, with kids, thumbs up for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you had to choose one, the Rock movie. It's got to be Super Pets. Go Super Pets. Okay. Yeah, between cool. those two, I guess that's more like the Pixar style of animation, right? The kind yeah, of 3D. it's totally yeah. like a Pixar ripoff. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. On the eighth, I watched uh, one of my so far one of my favorite films of the year, uh, The Banshees of Inishin, the uh, Martin Madonna movie with with Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell. Have you caught that one yet? Yes, actually, I watched it on the sixteenth of this month. Finally. Oh, okay. After What'd you, you recommended it like eighty times to me. Gosh, <laughs> fucking. Oh God, it's so good. It's so it's good. So I don't funny, want to say, man. Wow, I don't want to say too much about it because it's there's a lot of kind of twists and turns uh, yeah. that you don't you don't even see coming uh just from the tone of the movie that it's mm. going to be weird like that, but it's really really interesting. Uh I mean, Martin McDonough, he's he's fucking great, man. Like everything he touches, I'm just like 
yeah, all right. In Bruges, seven psychopaths, three billboards. Like the guy just hits home runs. That's what he does. So, yeah, highly I recommend seen seven that. Seven psychopaths yet? Oh, really? Oh yeah, man, it's, I gotta watch it. Was, it. That one's super underrated. We could actually do that one. Oh, okay. Maybe um, we'll do them. But it's uh, that one's fantastic. Sam Rockwell and good, really good cast in that one. But Binge the Irishman, highly recommend. You should definitely watch. It's on HBO Max right now. Streaming HBO Max. So. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. got that, if you have someone's password. I can... think uh, why don't we why don't we do this why don't we put that at the top of our list and let's see if anything knocks it down. Okay, I like that. Cool, let's All do right. that. Uh, <laughs> Benjamin Earson, number one. All right, that or we play that or better. I have on the twelfth. I have the Wanderers, which you watched. I watched it on YouTube. That was I also watched a... it on the twelfth. Yeah. Oh wow, look at that. Look at us. Look at us getting wow. in sync. Uh, but that was a thumbs up for me, thumbs down for me, right? Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, it was a thumbs going all over the place, but mostly yeah. down. You couldn't get. It seems like you couldn't get a real, real uh, a bite into it. You couldn't figure out if you if you were into it or not. Like, yeah, that w- it, what the big thing was. I wish I would have watched it when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that you're older than you watch it now, if you rewatched it from you know, now that you're three months older, do you think you would like it? Maybe. Yeah. Now, I, you know what? I would little, probably you know. after because I remember. I, I think I might have told you this while I was editing the the episode we did. I was like just going over all these things, and I was like, "Yeah, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad." So <laughs> yeah, sometimes so, you have to sit. That's right. You know? Yeah. So one thumbs up, one thumbs down, and then on the thirteenth, I watched a, a Netflix documentary called "The Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker," which Ooh. I enjoyed. It was. It was. Do you remember years ago there was the? It was like a YouTube sensation where it was this guy Kai, and he was like. He was, there was a story about him. He was being interviewed by the news and he was like, yeah, man, like first thing I want to say is like peace and love to everyone. You're all worth it. Da, da, da. And then they start talking about like, apparently like somebody like he was in the car with somebody who freaked out and he pinned somebody in between another car. So Kai runs up, he's got a hatchet cause he's a transient. He just like hitchhikes around train rides on trains. And he starts like hitting him with the, with the hatchet. None of this sounds familiar to you. It's the guy with the long hair, right? Yeah. He's got long hair and a bandana. He's like, Oh, I come up. I'm just like, whack, whack whack or you might say bam 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 i don't remember <laughs> but it's a whole documentary on him and like the beginning of it is that is his kind of rise of stardom and the, the end of it the second half of it is all about like how this guy is actually a fucking maniac oh, <laughs> and like they tried to give him like a reality show and it just the oh, people wow. were, like people who knew him were like look this is not going to work he's not going to be on time <laughs> he's not going to do what you tell him like he's fucking crazy uh it was interesting if you remember that video uh, I wouldn't put it super high on my list of, of things I liked, but it was enjoyable enough. Like, if you remember that and you want, like, a little YouTube nostalgia, uh, I would check it out. It's on Netflix, so. Yeah, I might. I might. Yeah. So, so uh, Not for I'm, you, necessarily. I mean, like, yeah. somebody uh, who's listening at home, if they if they remember that story, it might might be interesting. But it's also interesting. It's also, like, a kind of a mental health uh, story, too. So it could be interesting, though. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Next. On the 14th, I have a amazing, amazing movie. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Watch that on Blu-ray, the original. The original, the one, yeah. the Corey Feldman one. Yep, that's right. Yeah. All right. It's out on yeah. Blu-ray? Awesome. Yep. Yeah, Any I watched it with- special features uh, or anything with that? Or? Uh, no, I bought a package. Uh, I bought a uh, blue box set that has all four of them plus TMNT, the, okay. the animated mm. one. Which yeah. I don't know if you've seen that one, but it was actually mm-hmm. pretty good. It's worth it. a watch. Yeah. Did uh any good like there was there good special features or anything like that or did the Blu-ray look really good or no nothing? Oh, it did look pretty good. I mean, it's, yeah. it's film, so you know it always looked that 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 was so well shot. It was like super dark and and grimy and like there's just it was just so well done. But oh, that original one is super yeah. good, man. It mm-hmm. reminds me of the early comics and like then the 
the se- the sequels kind of remind me of the TV show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I think the the sequels, the big complaint was that it was too violent and too dark, the, the original one. So they had to like, and the second one, Leonardo couldn't even like use his swords. He wasn't allowed yeah. to. And yeah, they, they, they like took like, away they Michelangelo's stopped. nunchucks and stuff. Yeah. And, they didn't take nunchucks, was, but was, I don't think he hit anybody with it. Yeah, well, everyone was making nunchucks. I remember in the cartoon, they ended up taking him away and he had like a grappling hook or something. Like, kind of towards the towards the end of the the, car, the original cartoon run. Yeah, wow. like he didn't use his nunchucks anymore. They didn't make a big deal out of it. But I think it was just because, like, if you're going to be at home and you're going to make weapons to play Ninja Turtles, you want to make nunchucks. It's going to be the most fun. And That's right. Yeah. With it. yeah. Dude, and they're so dangerous. <laughs> they're so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put that on number two. I don't know if you disagree. <laughs> so, Banshee's Ears are number one, Ninja Turtles number Uh Yeah, all right. I'll give Ninja Turtles number two. All right. Nin- number two is not as coveted as a spot, so that's fine. That's right. That, that can, that can probably, that, that's probably going to go all over the place. <laughs> and then uh, that was, I believe, a Saturday that we were just all hanging out here. I also watched uh, Slumberland. Okay, on, I don't uh, know this. Netflix. One. All right, Slumberland, which was actually surprisingly a very good movie. The director is Francis Lawrence. I don't know who that is, but it stars Jason Momoa and Chris O'Dowd. Okay, it's a kids' movie. Again, I watched it with my kids, but it, it basically, yeah, you know what? If you have kids, watch it with them. It's very okay. good. Yeah. That's okay. that's how I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. I don't want to give right. too much away because it kind of like a dream a thing or something. Yeah, or like it's a, it's basically yeah. they he's uh the you, you can travel through like her, well see I don't want to give it away because in the it's beginning right. you don't give it away yeah give it away. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I don't want to give anything you, away. You do it's, recommend it's it for kids though. Yeah, for for kids and if you just like good stories like happy you want to feel good and feel sad, it's a uh, it's worth a watch. Okay, like yeah. Up? If you're a kid at heart, how about yeah. that? All right. I think I used to be. I don't think I am anymore. <laughs> cool, man. So, yeah. Slumberland. All right. Slumberland on Netflix. And then we got, I think, two of the same ones back to back, different dates, but we have uh, The Thing and The Hateful Eight. Yeah, those are my next yeah. two also. Both, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, both highly recommended. I mean, that's right. John Carpenter, Quentin Tarantino, you're not going to get any better than that. So, they're both. If you haven't seen those movies, go watch those movies and then listen to our podcast and then come back to this podcast. That's right. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> do you um, do you think it knocks down Ninja Turtles from the list? Uh, I think the thing and Hateful Late knocked Ninja Turtles down. Well, mm, you know what? Oh, God. Should I'm just such all three a different person. Place? They're all tied for second. All right, perfect. I'll do this. Let's do this. I'll put the thing and Ninja Turtles tied for two. I'll put Hateful Late as a close third. All right. Agreed. All right. All right okay. we'll, we'll do that. All right. All right. Great. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> All right. And then I have something that I watched on Amazon Prime. It's El Sueño de Ayer. This, the only reason I watched it is the singer Ruben from Café Tacuba actually stars in it. Ah, the infamous yeah. Café Tacuba. Your That's favorite right. Band. Yeah. So still, um, your, still your favorite band after all these Still years? my favorite band. Yeah. I mean, wow. once, yeah, once you pick a favorite band, I don't think it's going to change. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I disagree. But oh, yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not still listening to Guns N' Roses constantly like I was in seventh grade. So, Oh, geez. <laughs> well, I can tell you this. Uh, I have a theory that whatever band you like the most at, like when you were in high school, is probably going to be your favorite band, bands for the rest of your life. I disagree. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I don't know, maybe. I mean, I was big. I really liked Deftones. I really liked... Um, Primus in high school. I don't really listen to either of them anymore. But I also was listening to like, misfits and black flag and i still listen to i still listen to misfits all the time so may, eh, maybe maybe did you hear promises new, new album 
No, I haven't. I haven't listened. <laughs> it's to actually pretty like good. Fifteen years. I'm, they're great. I'm sure they're yeah. great. I just mm-hmm. it's not who I am anymore. So it's like yeah. you know it doesn't. They don't work for me anymore. But at the time, I mean, that's what made me start playing bass guitar was that less was less Claypool. That's he was my fucking hero for like three years. You know. Oh, that's funny. So, Makes sense. Yeah, no, they were my favorite band for like from like I'd say eighth grade until twelfth or eleventh, eleventh grade maybe something like that. So it was they were up there. They were very influential. That's also why I have a super weird sense of humor, I think. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, El Sueño de Ar, do you, you recommend it or no? De Ayer. Ayer? Ayer. I, I'm not even Yesterday. Gonna, no, the not Dream of Ayer. Uh, yeah, I would recommend it if, it's not a good movie. But okay. if you're if you're a if you're a fan of uh, Ruben or Café Tacuba in general, it's just cool to see him playing a character. And he does a good job. The The story isn't that great, but it was it was pretty fun. It was pretty cool. So he's not playing himself. He's actually acting in it. Yeah, he's playing. He's actually playing an old Mambo um, character who oh, okay. comes back to life. He basically travels to the future and like like eighty years in the future, and he's just kind of like he was a big deal back then, and now everybody forgot about him. And so he walks around saying like, "Yeah, I'm the Mambo King," and everybody's like, "Who the hell's that?" Who the fuck's Mambo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I enjoyed it. Just because of that. If he wasn't in it, I probably wouldn't even give it a second thought. But Yeah, of course. But yeah, because he's in our, it. We all I, got I'm, our loyalties. You yeah, know? I'm going to I'm gonna preach it and maybe somebody out there will listen to it, watch it and enjoy it as well. All right. And then I also have a, another uh, one that I watched on the 27th called Day Shift. That was also a Netflix movie, which was a, a surprise, actually. it was. I watched it on the plane. I was thinking it wasn't going to be that great. And it was better than I thought. It stars Jamie Foxx and Dave... Franco, which I believe is that Franco guy's uh, little yeah, brother. Yeah, the other Franco, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was actually pretty fun. Good action in it. And what, uh, uh, Give me a quick, quick synopsis of it. Yeah, so uh, I'll actually just read it. Um, a okay. hardworking blue-collar dad just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted 10-year-old daughter. His mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, hunting and killing vampires. <laughs> okay wow yeah. all right comes out and of who, nowhere who was, who was the main who was the main actor in it? jimmy fox oh okay yeah who's you know always good yeah he's yeah. basically jimmy great. fox you know yeah, he's great he's got yeah his, he's a great his... actor but he always plays jimmy unless he's playing ray you know? yeah okay so you, but yeah the, thumbs up yeah the action was surprising it's also got snoop dogg yeah, um, who I'm... has some some funny moments Snoop Dogg. I I meant to point out. I'm really on snoop dogg burnout like literally every time you turn around he's fucking in your face he's selling in your wine glass or, <laughs> oh my god, he's fucking everywhere, and it's like, yeah. okay, there's got to be some kind of like market saturation where he's not worth that much to an advertiser anymore. Like, can we remember? Does everybody forget that Snoop Dogg was on trial for murder? Everybody <laughs> <You know>, like, <laughs> forgets that. We're gonna get OJ back in here. Come on, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, nothing against Snoop Dogg. I've actually met Snoop Dogg. I've been to his studio and stuff. He's 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 chill. He's super nice. But at the same time, it's like, I don't need you to sell me fucking everything. I don't need you to sell me Corona and the u.s mail system or whatever the hell else he's selling you know see i i do my best to avoid commercials i don't even he was doing um he was selling corona yeah he sells corona it was him and like andy samberg and i was like i don't like either of you guys enough to drink corona wow yeah Yeah. shitty shitty beer too that was the beer when i thought i was that i liked beer like when i pretended Mm -hmm. to like beer as a kid and i drank corona i was like yeah this is good (laughs) I will say this, though. You can drink Corona all day and not really get a hangover. Something about Corona that doesn't give me hangovers. So I don't really drink a ton of beer anymore. And I definitely don't drink a ton of Corona. But when I did, it was it was a, it always felt better the next day. 
I don't know if there's any science to that. Or maybe I was just younger and I was able to bounce back. But <laughs> I feel if I had a corona now, I'd probably die. <laughs> you got something next on here that I'm actually I haven't seen, but I really want to see. Yeah, on the uh, the 28th of January, my wife and I watched The Menu on Netflix. Uh, she's a chef, so she really wanted to watch it. I enjoyed it. It wasn't amazing. You know, there was a lot of hype about it. The good cast, really good cast. I mean, Ray Fiennes is always amazing. Anya Taylor-Joy, she's 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 kind of the young, hot girl right now as far as, like, like I feel like she's kind of like the next Jennifer Lawrence. Like, she's just going to be everywhere for, like, seven or eight years, and then she'll she'll start to slow down a little bit. But she always, I think she always puts in a good performance. I think she's great. She got kind of a little Mar- Martian look to her, which I don't know. Oh, I'm into. Big eyes. Yeah. yeah, she looks weird, but I think <laughs> it's a cool look. She's a good actress. It was fine. The ending was good. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. It was. It was no. There was no like big surprises or anything in it. I feel like you kind of knew where it was gonna go, but it was enjoyable enough to say, yeah, I'd check it out. You know. Cool. None of these has uh has made it to the top three yet, right? No, nothing, nothing yet. My next one though might. And your next one too. I'm looking at your list. Might might be a contender to the throne, which was Sorry to Bother You. On ne- I watched it on Netflix. Uh, we both gushed over that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty fucking amazing, man. <sighs> I don't know. I might you know stick what? with Banshees of Irishin. You you gonna do Sorry to Bother You? No, I don't think it'll be the best one, but I think it will uh, knock down Hateful Eight. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, but sorry to bother you. You haven't watched it. I think it's still streaming on Netflix, depending on when this comes out. But super, super high recommendation. Like really, really out there, really fun, interesting movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, watch it and then listen to the podcast and then come back and listen to this podcast. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) You have one before mine, you have... Yeah, on uh, the 5th of February, getting into into the next month, I watched My Dinner with Andre on HBO Max. It's uh, like Wallace Shawn, if you remember from... um, the Princess Bride, the inconceivable guy. Oh, uh, yeah. First of all, he always just looked old as fuck. So I think he was like 32, maybe, in my dinner <laughs> with Andre. And it's literally, it's a stage play on film. Like, it, it, I'm sure it used to be. I don't know much about it, except that I had always heard about it, and I felt like I should watch it as a film fan. I just never seen it. It's fine. It's just dialogue. It's two guys talking and figuring out, you know, one guy's super down, one guy's kind of super up. One guy's been living this kind of weird, eccentric life for the last couple of years, and they're kind of reconnecting. It's it's fine. You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily give it a huge recommendation. I think at the time it was kind of a novel thing. It's from like the early, early 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I I think at this point in, in entertainment, it's not really going to do anything for anybody, you know. Agreed. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it. You haven't seen it? Yeah. 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 All right. It's not. It's not. It's just, it's all just, it's two guys at dinner having a conversation, you know? Yeah. From like an independent filmmaker's point perspective, it's fascinating that you could get away with that. And then that 40 years later, people are still watching this movie. But I would never watch it again. You know, <laughs> I have no interest in watching it again. And I love Wallace Shawn. I think he's super interesting. He's super fun to watch. But I'm just kind of like, meh, whatever. All right. Yeah. Sounds fair. Mm-hmm. All right. I got. Critical Thinking next. That's John, directed by John Leguizamo, starring John Leguizamo and a bunch of kids. Okay. It's, uh, it's about a real-life event in Florida. There, there was a uh, lower-income public school, and he was teaching this chess class. Um, and he ended up doing making this team, and they ended up like winning state and going all the way to like one of the top tiers. Uh, contending with all like the rich schools and everything, and it's basically their story. Okay. Um, was it like a like a heavily like Cuban school or like Latino school? Or? Yeah, it, well, it was a little bit of everything actually. I don't okay. know. I, 
actually no because they played the same race like the the actors played the same races so it was like one one black kid one one cuban kid or two cuban kids and then one white kid okay yeah so overall what do you think it's worth a watch for sure it's it's not anything amazing i think my bias towards john leguizamo yeah you're like a little bit more um but i i think it's worth a watch especially if you if you are this was a perfect airplane movie so this is something I watched on the airplane, yeah. and it's interesting. It's it's fun, funny, and it, it has its flaws, but you know it's worth watching. Okay, yeah. all right. Critical thinking. Where, where did you where did you watch it on an airplane? Yeah, on an airplane. I believe that's on Netflix, and okay, it's still cool, available man. on Netflix. Yeah. Up next for me was February twelfth, getting close to Valentine's Day. So to celebrate Valentine's Day, I watched for us for our show, The Descent. <laughs> I bought it on Amazon. I think you also did The Descent around the same time, right? Yeah, actually, no, I watched it uh, much later on the eighteenth. On the eighteenth, I think 18th? that might okay. be wrong because I have a uh, two movies on the eighteenth that don't match. Okay, so well, it's fine. So we'll just claim <laughs> The Descent, and you know, we both we've done a whole episode on The Descent. You you like it way more than I did. I, I mean, it's 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 fine. I you, you know, if you like kind of again low budget horror movies um yeah give it a watch and then i got one that I, you know i have it on the, the same day i don't think that's what happened but i also watched lyle lyle crocodile okay <laughs> is that a, that's a kid's movie i'm guessing yeah uh, it's starring uh javier barden oh and, really so yeah he's well it's not really starring he's in it <laughs> um <laughs> and then there's just other people uh scott mcnary i think his name is i don't know if you know who this oh, guy Sco- is scoot mcnary scoot mcnary yeah scoot mcnary yeah, yeah he's i like great. that guy scoot he's great. so yeah. underappreciated he's he was, also- did, you ever, did you ever watch um halt and catch fire no huh. no that's a, it's a show oh, it was on amc it's it's pretty great yeah oh yeah i've known i i mainly started knowing him from narcos Mexico. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to a I went to a live taping of uh, Doug Loves Movies, and he was one of the one of the guests on there. Oh, cool! Yeah, we were at South by Southwest Film Festival a couple a couple of years ago. We had a film in there a couple of years ago. And we went down for it, and he was he was on the panel. Real fun, real funny stuff. Yeah, but um, he's I mean he's a serious actor, but he's funny on the show. Uh, you, so uh, what do you think? Brett you Gilman. Or? I don't know that guy. Oh, Brett Gelman, weird. With, yeah, with the big beard and uh-huh. yeah, he's such a weird yeah, guy. He's, he's funny. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he does some funny stuff. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, it was it was okay. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I think it was it was based off a children's book that people really loved, so people were really excited about it. Eh, I don't know. People were raving about this movie. I thought it was just okay. What kind of animation was it? Uh, it's all live action except for the crocodile. He's he's oh, okay. animated. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I mean, it had some moments. You know, uh, Javier, Javier Bardem. And a kid. He was he was amazing. <laughs> he was he was yeah. really good. Was he doing like his Anton Chigurh? Like, no, he was the opposite. He was he played this this guy who like basically wanted to like perform in front of people and do like stage plays and like be a, oh, okay. a, a performer. Yeah, and then cool, the Lyle La Crocodile likes to sing and dance, like the he, WB Frog. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah, Lyle Crocodile, great. Yeah, <laughs> not not a super high recommendation. Nah, nah. I mean, okay. if you have kids and you're looking for something to watch, I guess I guess you can do that. So uh, my next one is, I watched a movie, it's called Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Have you heard about this? No. It's starring one of my favorite actors, Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah. And this movie is a fucking acid trip, man. It is out there. Like, it was, it was, it was kind of hard to follow. It wasn't, I'm not recommending it. Uh, It wasn't amazing, but it was really, really kind of out there. 
Um, oh, cool. Basically, like, yeah, a notorious criminal must break an evil curse in order to rescue an abducted girl who has mysteriously disappeared. Um, also stars uh, Sophia, I think it's pronounced Botella. Do you know who that is? Sophia Botella. She was in uh, the Kingsman, the first Kingsman. She was in uh, the Mummy remake with Tom Cruise. She was in. That uh, came out already, that Mummy remake? Yeah, it came and gone, man. Wow. So I wasn't um, even aware of that. Nick Cassavetes <laughs> is in it. I like Nick Cassavetes. I liked his dad a little better, but you know they're both doing their own thing. Prisoners of Ghostland, super low, four point two rating on IMDb. It's really stylized and interesting. It's like a samurai western acid trip. I don't know how else to explain it. I'm watching the like the silent preview, and it looks amazing. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I don't. I mean, I love Nicolas Cage, but I don't. I, can't, I just can't recommend this movie. It's fuck. If you want something that's really out there, though, it's it's fun. It's more out there than Mandy. Um, that's a hard, I wouldn't say, well, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, they're different. They're different. Mandy's um, so good. It's got like an escape from LA field where they're like, oh, you have to find this girl or else like you, there are parts of you are going to start exploding and they put like <laughs> little explosives all over him and they each put one on each of his balls. So like, it's fucking crazy, man. Uh, it's just the story's not great though. And it, like I said, it's really kind of hard to follow. But I love Nicolas Cage, and it's super stylized. It's super pretty. It's nice to watch. I mean, Sophia, Sophia Butella or whatever is always I, – I like her. I think she's super, super, super cute actress. So, yeah, man, like and she's a good actress too. We don't just have to talk about how cute she yeah, right. is. But I can't, I can't give it a, a recommendation though. But it's, it's out there. It's okay. fucking out there. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I have a Prisoners movie as well. Okay. Just Prisoners though. Just Prisoners? <laughs> yeah. Prisoners? Yeah. With Jake uh, Gyllenhaal? Yeah, I have that on my list too. I oh, ha- cool. I happen to watch it. Yeah. Nice. That's funny. I love I love Prisoners. I, I think Prisoners was, is, I thought it was good. Is, yeah, it's great. I would I would recommend Prisoners. The same guy who did um the new Dune movie, directed it, the same guy. Uh he did um it's I I, I always mispronounce his name. Dennis Oh the Villanueva, French well, Canadian, right? Yeah. Denise Villeneuve, Denise Villeneuve or whatever. I can't pronounce his name, but he's yeah. great. I actually really like him amazing. as a director. Have you seen um, um what's the alien one that he did? Arrival. Arrival. Oh, yeah. So he did Arri- good. Arrival's good. He wow, did Blade Runner 2049. He actually, one of my favorite movies that he did. Uh, have you seen Sicario? Yeah. Dude, he directed love Sicario. Oh, so good. I don't so know if that's good. underappreciated, but I would love to break that down with you. Yeah, it's not underappreciated. Everyone <laughs> loves Sicario. But yeah, so uh, he one of his earlier movies, you know, Hugh Jackman, Paul Dano, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, it's, oh man, it's so fucking good. It's brutal. I watched it with my sisters and I was just like, hey, be ready. This is fucking rough you know yeah uh, but it's great i think it's really well done i think jake gyllenhaal's fucking great in it too i went down a little uh jake gyllenhaal and you'll see like after that movie i started watching some more jake gyllenhaal movies okay <laughs> so so you'll see yeah i like jake gyllenhaal jake J- jake gyllenhaal a lot not as much as i like his sister but no i'm good. definitely team team jake <laughs> over team maggie margaret jacob over margaret so but yeah i always i always would recommend if you're in the mood for something kind of rough and a little brutal, then definitely check out Prisoners. Ooh, I like that you put these next few movies or these next two movies with United Airlines on there. And yeah, I should start doing that as well. <laughs> like, I was I was thinking that anything I watch with a plane, I should put like a little uh, airplane on there. Yeah, so I actually wrote, I was on United and I did a double feature of Confess Fletch, which is uh, not a remake. It's a, I guess there was a multiple Fletch books that they started basing the movies on. Of course, you remember the old Chevy Chase Fletch from the 80s this is starring john ham as fletch and actually it wasn't i thought it was going to be horrible it wasn't horrible 
And I think the thing I liked about it was that John Hamm wasn't doing a Chevy Chase impression. He kind of had his own take on the Fletch character. And it was refreshing. It was fun. It was, you know, the same kind of thing, like a mister, murder mystery type of thing. John Hamm, uh, I think he's a su- he's an amazing actor. He's super underrated as a comedic actor, though. He's so funny. But yeah, I watched it. And it was, uh, yeah, if you like Fletch, it's kind of a different spin on it. It's not as like smart assy, I would say, as the Chevy Chase character. But also people like John Hamm and everyone hates Chevy Chase now. So <laughs> it's great, man. You get to enjoy it. But it was definitely a good airplane movie. Uh, at the same time, I did a double feature. I was flying across country and I watched a movie called Samaritan, which was a uh, Sylvester Stallone like superhero <laughs> movie. Yeah. Fucking trash, man. I love Stallone, dude. This movie yeah. was fucking trash. Uh, like super predictable. The special effects were kind of whatever. It was just like, you know, it was it was it could have been good. I think the story had the bones to be good. But it just didn't do it, man. I wouldn't would not recommend Samaritan. This is a superhero one, right? He he's like a superhero. Yeah, he's like a retired superhero, and some kid who's bullied sees that he kind of figures out who he is, and then he kind of comes out of retirement. There's some twists and stuff, but it's just it's not it's not good. Yeah, yeah. I was actually kind of excited, and then I heard that it wasn't that great. So I just yeah, I don't recommend. Never it. watched it. Okay, this is one that I watched on a plane. This is from Netflix. This is Gray Man. Uh, yeah, starring uh, Ryan Captain Gosling, American, right? yeah, and Ryan Gosling, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Are they both it was, in it? Yeah, Ryan yeah, Gosling both and in Chris it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it was okay. Yeah, I watched it. It was kind of whatever. I was, yeah. I think I was on the road. I watched it in like a hotel. It was fine. You know, it yeah. just wasn't. It wasn't anything that I never. It didn't blow me away. I didn't. It was just kind of like a popcorn movie, you know. Yeah. Which there's something to be said about that, but I just this wasn't. This didn't really do it for me. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. It's, if you're yeah. looking for like some decent action, don't know what else to watch, maybe, maybe watch this. I guess what I, think I, I can is say. It another Netflix original, right? It's another Netflix original. Yeah. Um, okay. You can tell that uh, what's that guy's name who plays Captain America? Chris Evans. Chris Evans is having a good time. Well, as long as Chris Evans is having a good time, See? the yeah. world is right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the plane, I also watched. This is forty. Uh, actually, you know what? I did not watch that on the plane. I watched a little bit of it, and I was like, you know, I think my wife would enjoy it. So I stopped it right there, and then I watched it a few weeks later. I don't know when. Yeah, were you, but, were you yeah. correct? Was did she enjoy it? Yeah, it, it wasn't as good as we. Th- the beginning was really good, and then it kind That's of slowed down. Judd Apatow, right? Yeah. Uh huh. I think is it a sequel to one of his? Is this isn't it a sequel to like, like uh, Knocked Up maybe or something like that? Or no, I, think it's like, I don't think so. Unless there's like a, this think- is thirty. No, I think it's. I think that they play characters in Knocked Up, Paul Rudd, because Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann, right? I haven't yeah. seen it. I don't really watch a lot of Judd Apatow stuff, but I think that those characters are from Knocked Up or one of his other movies, and it's kind of like an unofficial sequel to that. Oh, like a spinoff sort of thing. Yeah, basically. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe. But what do you think? What do you think? Uh, and it's worth a watch. I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was definitely like it started off really strong, so I was really excited. That's why mm-hmm. I stopped it. Um, and then it was just kind of like it was more, it was more dramatic and funny, you know, his his sort of style. Uh, it's worth yeah. a watch, though. I mean, relatable. I, I have kids. I don't know if you relate to it as much. Because okay. the characters have kids and they're turning forty and shit like that. The kids are turning forty. Oh, no, man. no, the uh, the characters are turning forty. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Paul Rudd, Leslie Mann, Judd Apatow. I feel like I I feel like I got it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's like yeah, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And then on that same trip, I also watched Nocturnal Animals. That was my yeah. other uh, Jake Gyllenhaal movie, which um, was pretty good. It was, I mean, again, dark. So very two very similar feeling movies. Prisoners yeah, super and dark. Nocturnal was, Animals. 
Is it Jessica Chastain is also in that with him? Is that the girl, the redhead? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. I, I feel like I watched that because it's, it's been out a couple of years, right? I, th- yep. I think I watched that on the road a couple of years ago and I liked it. But I feel like also I might not have finished it. <laughs> like, like I fell asleep or something and I just uh, never went back to it. Uh, you know, um, it was enjoyable. It was, uh, yeah, I don't know. The ending was 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 there, I guess. But it was, yeah, yeah it, I, I would recommend it. If you want something dark, if you enjoyed uh, Prisoners, you'd probably enjoy Nocturnal Animals. Okay, cool. Yeah. And on that same trip, I also watched Amsterdam, which okay. was uh, with, directed with by the... David O. Russell, also written by David O. Russell's. It's starring uh, Christian Bale, Maggie Robbie, and John Margo, David Washington. Margot Robbie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mar- Margo, oh, John yeah, David Washington, yeah, yeah, John yeah. Denzel's son, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's kind of he's not great. I he's he's gotten a lot of uh, good roles, but I just he's not an interesting actor to me. He um, kind of does the same same sort of role. I mean, he's. He's very pretty looking, for sure. No, he's gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> his, so is his pops. But I just don't, I'd rather watch his dad than watch him. Yeah. Um, yo, David um, O'Russell's like a notorious piece of shit, too. That's like, yeah. That's that's what I hear. I, I yeah. heard about this afterwards. I was like, oh crap. So it's crazy. Yeah, him and George Clooney got in a fist fight on the set of Three Kings because he was like, he's being mean to a PA or something like unreasonably mean. Like everyone's mean to a PA, but yeah. Yeah, you know, don't be mean to PAs, everyone. They're humans. They're people yeah. too, especially um, around uh, George Clooney. George Jesus. Clooney. But I heard like, yeah, I heard like it came to like blows. Like they were hitting, they were punching each other, which is insane. Yeah, but that's also the kind of passion I want on my sets. Like, I'm, I'll fight you. Yeah, mm-hmm. not I'll for fight you if you're I'd a ra- PA. I'd rather fight you. I'd rather fight you over a creative choice. Yeah, but, than, than being mean to somebody. Than being um, mean to a PA. Yeah, yeah. It's got a, a huge cast on here. It's also got Ayana Taylor Joy that you were talking about. Oh yeah, Chris yeah, Rock's yeah. in it. Uh, Michael Shannon's in it. Taylor Swift's <laughs> in it. We uh, talked about Chris Rock before. I love Chris Rock. Terrible actor. Terrible actor. <laughs> Actually, his last stand-up I watched, too, I don't think I laughed one single time. Oh, really? So maybe he's not a great comedian anymore, either. I must have laughed, like, three or four times, I think. Really? The one where he's talking about Will Smith slapping him and stuff? Yeah. His, all of his jokes were just like, you a bitch! You a bitch! And I was like, all right, man, we get it. He's a bitch. Make, some, make me laugh. I don't think... I Maybe one time. I don't remember laughing at all at it, though. One thing I noticed that I watched around this time that you've left conveniently left off of your list, though, the great, brilliant Captain Ron. Oh my goodness! See, I did. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm gonna add that to my. I thought that was a dig. I thought that was a dig no. on me wow. and Kurt Russell and Martin Short. No, never. Uh, I love Captain Ron. I think Captain Ron's hilarious, and I think people should watch it, remembering always that it's a '90s movie, but it's so much fun. I think it's so much. Fun. I know you didn't like it. I know your wife didn't like it, and I think <laughs> less of both of you for it. <laughs> yeah. Bam! All right. Well, thanks for it's on the list. It's another back on one the on the list. list. Yeah, I just added yeah. that to the list. I, there, there's got to be more that I forgot about too. I, there are for me too. I just I feel like I did haven't put everything on here, but I I know, started doing like, putting it before I watched the movie. So like as oh the, that's dangerous. Dun, 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 then you don't finish it. You dun, 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 dun. Oh, I finish it. Oh, okay. Unless it's I have horrible, a couple movies. I'll, I have a couple movies sure I started. I a couple movies I started that I didn't finish that I didn't put on here. So ah, we well, see. You should yeah. have put it on there just so we can say that you didn't finish it. <laughs> and then I had two other ones that I watched during that trip was Vengeance. This was an Amazon Prime original, and this was interesting. The cover looks a lot cooler than the rest of than the movie actually is, but it's yeah. a, a B.J. Novak. He's the director, okay. writer. It also stars. Uh, it also stars him as well. It, it's interesting. It's got uh, yeah. Boyd Hol- Holbrook. 
Oh, oh, okay. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who this guy is. He played, um, he played the bad guy in um, Logan. Logan, yeah, yeah. He's also in Narcos, I believe. Narcos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like Narcos season one. Yeah, that's the only in, season uh, I saw. In Colombia. Yeah, I almost yeah. thought I almost thought I got him confused with the other Narcos guys, and I was like, wait a minute, did I just confuse them too? But no, they're <laughs> they're both from Narcos. Um, this this was interesting. It's worth a watch. Not amazing, but interesting. It's you would think it it would be like an action movie from the cover. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's about this guy who wants to create a podcast, and there's a his Tell like a jackass creates podcast. Yeah, right. And his like one of his girlfriends that he sees gets murdered, and it's his whole like almost like who done it sort of thing. But yeah. it's, it's it, it was interesting. It was one I watched on a plane, and is that Issa Rae in it? I'm looking at the trailer. That's Issa Rae, right? Yeah, that's Wait, Issa John Rae. Mayer's oh, in yeah, it yeah. playing himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> John Mayer is in it. Um, it's also got uh, the guy from that '70s show. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. The Taylor Swift. Wait, did I see that right? No. Taylor Swift. She's in this. No, she's not in this. Never mind. Oh, okay. Was, who did I just see? You were probably looking through your playlist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was looking at my my LimeWire account. Cool. You so you recommend it? You like it? Let's see. It's got a six point eight on IMDb. That's that's all right. You know. That's 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 a fair number to give it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, it's worth it. It's something. So it was on want, Prime. It was on Prime. If you're on a plane, don't want to watch something super. Prime Amazing. on a plane. Copy. Yep. <laughs> and then what was the other one you watched? The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward uh, Robert had you not Had you seen that before? I had not seen it before. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it was, it was really like it? good. Yeah, I really liked it. Good cast. Sam Rockwell was awesome in it. I liked him a lot. Uh, same thing with Brad Pitt, as always. He's always Yeah, he's always I mean, good. that's got a great... Yeah. I mean, that's like... I mean, and, they got some big names. It's Brad Pitt and Casey Casey Affleck. But then, like, I mean, they got Jeremy Renner. They got oh, Paul Casey Schneider. Affleck. That's right. He was good. Yeah, Garrett Dillahunt. Like all kinds of like really good kind of like character actors. Or Sam Shepard. You know. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed that movie. Andrew Dominic, I believe, uh, directed it. Andrew Dominic, right? Who did like Chopper? Did you ever see Chopper? No. No. That was a uh, that was an Australian movie starring uh, Eric Bana. Oh, that's uh, awesome. I think was it? Yeah, it was Eric Bana. Yeah. Um, playing Chopper. It was almost like a, if you ever saw Bronson, it had that kind of feel to it. Like this very famous ah, okay. criminal in Australia. Um, it's a little more, it's a little more fun than Bronson. Bronson was Nicholas Winding Refn, so it's really, really intense, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Chopper is a story, it's a story about a terrible person, but uh, there's at least some some fun to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was the original movie we were talking about? <laughs> How did we get the Chopper? <laughs> the oh, it was, it was, it was uh, Assassination. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. No, I like that movie. It's a good, like, when you start watching it, if you're a film fan, you you realize immediately, like, okay, they're going to take their time and tell the yeah. story, mm-hmm. and they do. They tell a great. I think they tell a great story, and yeah. it's kind of artistic and beautiful. And oh, I I enjoyed it. I would probably put that in like top five, six in this list that we have so okay. far. All right, but Banshees is still top of the list. Right, yes. for both of us. Yeah, yeah. As far as it's going to be hard yeah. to beat there. I'm putting okay, maybe Captain Ron, but other than that, you know. <laughs> and then I'm just going to throw this out there. I watched Clean. Uh, starring Adrian Brody. It was also like written by Adrian Brody. He also did the music for it. The first 20 minutes were awesome. I was super psyched. I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is a hidden yeah. gem. And then it just kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. So not that really, was an not really recommend it. Or that was a Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Not really, not really that stoked the, on it. Good performances, but it just, it was just like your typical nothing great. Adrian Brody jerk off fest. Like, was it all? <laughs> you know what I mean, like he, he's a big fan of himself. So maybe I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. the The bad guy was freaking awesome. Uh, Glenn Flesher. Hmm. What's Look he from? Look him up. You you probably recognize him. 
Oh God, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, love, the bad guy. God, was he's only born in nineteen sixty-eight. I thought he was way older than that. Oh wow, yeah. No, um, he's, he's so fucking. He was scary. He was good. Oh, dude, he played. I like his IMDb photo has a toupee on because he's notoriously bald. Have you ever watched? <laughs> did, did you ever watch season one of True Detective? Oh, that's right. He is yeah. in it. Oh my god, mad, mad, creepy guy in that too. Oh, yeah, cool. I didn't know his name, Glenn Fleshler. I just saw him in something else. What the fuck did I just see him in? Yeah, he was worth like... I mean, he was in Joker. Oh, he was in Waco. I watched some of the Waco miniseries. He plays one of the FBI agents in that. Yeah, he's great. Every time he shows up, I'm like, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was scary. He yeah. Did the Rizzo's in this one, too. Oh, I love Rizzo. Yeah, he plays a pawn shop owner. Yeah. yeah. So you, uh, you you were into it? You you like it? You... I liked the first 20 minutes, and then it just kind That's of... That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. All right. I was well, disappointed. I was really like, I was like, as I was watching, I was like, oh man, we're doing an episode on this one. And then <laughs> as I finished, I was like, no, we're not doing an episode on this one. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Kind of a medium, kind of a soft medium thumbs up. Yeah. Eh, no. eh, it doesn't nah, sound like you're into it. I can't okay. recommend it. Yeah. All right. No recommendation. Yep. All right. Well, my next one uh, was, we got, we're getting into March now and I'm noticing again, not on your list. Um, Ooh, Attack the Block. One of my favorite movies of the year. Yeah, Attack of, of, wow. of the that we've watched of our Attack the Block. Well, yeah. hold on, let me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that. I, I say that it was more fun to talk about than it was to watch. I think and more fun to research than it was to watch. But yeah, Attack the Block. Um, I watched it in March 10th of this year, and yeah, uh, I mean, definitely, I definitely recommend people check it out. You're adding it to your list. I was, I I was, I was adding it to my list. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yes, check it out. It's yeah. fucking good. It's so good. I'm a big fan of it. I You're like a big, it bigger fan than me sure. of yeah. the movie, but I, I really enjoyed, again, I, I enjoyed the research that came after it, and I, I enjoyed talking to you about it mm-hmm. and kind of breaking it down. But as far as just like a movie unto itself, it's 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 good. It's good. Yeah, I recommend it. Take a look. All right. Well, and then um, on well, the 16th, I actually, I rented a, uh, on Amazon, I rented a documentary called The Greatest Raid of All Time. Is that uh, better than The Raid? It's, <laughs> it's different than The Raid. <laughs> It's a Jeremy Clarkson documentary, and it's a it's like a World War II documentary. And Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear, I mean, he's he's really great. Like yeah, when he's no, into something, I, he's so much similar. fun to watch. And it's good. It's a great documentary. It's a really great story. I was using it. I was I kind of stumbled upon it as research for a screenplay I'm working on about World War II. And um, it's good. It's like it's like an hour. I, I think it was part of a series, but I just paid for the one episode. Um, but I enjoyed it. It was good. Nice. Cool. Yeah. You recommend? Me watching it? I don't want to recommend anyone watching it because I'm kind of writing a screenplay based on it and I want it to be a surprise for everyone. But ah, okay. <laughs> at the same time, it's, nobody, yeah, I mean, definitely watch it. Watched. It's history. It's out there, you know. So it's one of, like, the least known, like, events of World War II. But it, it's super interesting. And he gets super excited about it. And he's, like, there in France where it happened and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. Uh, nice. Yeah, of course I recommend it. I recommend that. I recommend reading the book on it. It's good. Cool. Um but then sticking with kind of that war theme, I realized I had never seen this movie, The Thin Red Line. Have you seen The Thin Red Line? Who's who's in that? Is that, what's his Fucking name? Fucking everybody is in that movie. As you watch it, you're just like, what? <laughs> I think it's the one I'm thinking about. No, I'm thinking about something else. No, I'm thinking okay. about, uh, he's he's uh, Zoolander's arch rival. Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson, yeah. That's, no, I was you're, thinking thinking of, was... you're thinking of Enemy at the, no, Enemy at the Gates? Mm, that one, that war one with Owen Wilson. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, or Behind Enemy Lines. That's what I'm That's thinking what of. Called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this is a line. Like, this is a great like. It's Jim Caviezel, Sean Penn, Nick Nolte, Kirk Acevedo, Mark Boone Jr.'s in it, Adrian Brody, George, George Clooney, Clooney, John, John Cusack. C. Yeah, I mean it's like Woody Harrelson. I think I've seen this. I gotta check this out. 
It's wild. And it's, it's, I mean, it's Terrence Malick. So just know what you're getting into when you watch it. Um, uh, I know if you're, if you're a Terrence Malick fan or not, but his stuff is very, very long winded and slow. I mean, he did tree of life bad. I mean, actually badlands. I actually enjoy old, uh, Martin, Martin Sheen movie, but like days of heaven, like he's, he's, uh, didn't he do the one with, uh, Colin Farrell first, uh, when he comes to America, he's playing like, um, oh, new, new, new found, new land, new something new. Eh, it doesn't matter. New Finland. Um, new world, new world. I think it's called. Uh, um, oh yeah. I have Colin actually, Farrell, right? Yeah. Colin Farrell's in it. I heard that was amazing. I haven't seen it. I never, I haven't seen it, but this is a Criterion um, film. The Thin Red Line is. Yeah. Yeah. People love it. It's, it's good. I mean, it's, it, it's kind of like follows a couple different stories. So it's not super linear and it's not what you think of as a war movie necessarily, but it's, I mean, if you haven't seen it, I definitely, definitely recommend it. I have not seen this. I'm looking at the Elias Cotier is in it. He plays a great role. Elias Cotier was, uh, he played Casey Jones in the original Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah. I like that guy. So there you go. It's coming full circle. That's right. Didn't red line. I wouldn't put it at the top of the list just because this year I've been looking for stuff that's a little more fun, I think. And this is not necessarily a fun movie, but it's a good movie. Recommended though? Yeah, definitely. Definitely recommend it. It's a good, especially if you're into like film, you know what I mean? As opposed to like watching movies. If you're into films, this, then this I definitely. Is a, this is a filmmaker's film. God, Oz, I'm looking at your list. I'm looking at my list. You've done this now to me three times. What? Did Altered I not? States. Oh, it's Altered on there. States. It's on there. It's not on there. Oh, I, oh, I see it. There. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do see it. I do Ooh, see it. All I right. have it right before my next pick, which uh, I watched on a plane. It's Licorice Pizza. Have you seen this? No, it's a uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, I I wanted to watch it. I just for some reason it just wasn't jumping out. I love him. I love his stuff. Yeah. It just wasn't doing I, it for me. I was pretty excited to see it, and then I was just I just I don't know why I held off on it for so long, and I'm glad I did because I I don't know I I didn't get it. It yeah. It I'm didn't, into it. Yeah, it didn't really hit with me. It was, was a bunch good, of, the performances were awesome. Actually, that's like the only cool thing is that everyone did a really cool job, like really they, good job. They were all like first time actors. Yep. Mm-hmm. The girl was oh, I forgot. I think she's somebody's like related to somebody from what I remember. Yeah, probably but if she's in a fucking. She's movie. weird looking. But she, <laughs> I don't know. I thought she was kind of hot. Something uh, about like, her, like like Angel Taylor Joy, weird looking. I got it right here. It's uh Alana Haim. Yeah, she she was like you look at her and you just I, I think her character was was hot maybe more than anything. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. from the band Haim. You know about the band? No. It's like three sisters, I think. Hmm. Maybe that's where she's um, from. But we did. We talked about Anya Taylor Joy like three times. The girl from the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. From the witch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's in the band Haim. It's her and her three sisters. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but they're not related to Corey Haim, the late Corey Haim. He's not one of the three sisters? He's not one of the three sisters. So you, would you, you recommend it or no? Uh, I, I wouldn't. It's kind of whatever. I didn't, yeah. I mean, there's, better, there's better Paul yes, Thomas Anderson movies. Absolutely. Yeah, if you haven't watched any Paul Thomas Anderson movies, definitely do. You know, Bo- Boogie Nights, There Will Be Blood, Punch Drunk Love, they're all they're all better than, than absolutely. I'm, what I'm hearing with Chris Pizza. I haven't seen it. Oh, I'm looking at his IMDb now. He directed a bunch of videos for Haim. So that's probably why he cast her. Yeah, mm, makes sense. Yeah, the, the, cool. every, the actors that all did really good. Even even Bradley yeah. Cooper was in it, and he was he was actually really good in it. Did we talk about Bradley Cooper before? We were like, yeah, you know, we, actually, we don't like him, and then like, he's, he's starting to get better. Like we're starting yeah. to like him a little bit. I I like him. You don't like him. Yeah, but I like him. No, I no, we, we don't like him a, that much. And we're, no, we, we're we don't to... like him. Okay, <laughs> we average out to not liking him that much. Yeah, huh? Yeah, but I'm starting to okay. I'm starting to I'm starting to dig him. I'm starting to understand what he's putting out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also, on that trip, I watched Death on the Nile. A lot of airplane movies for you this, this year, huh? Yeah, man. And it was, it, these were actually on the same trip. It was okay. 
It was the the same as uh, what was the other Murder on the Orient Express? Was that the same? I believe character? it. I haven't seen the other one, but I think it's the same. Sort but they're both universe. remakes, right? Agatha Christie is the writer from like nineteen twenty yeah. or something like that. Um, I don't know why I watched it just because I was, you know, you kind of go through things and try to figure out which ones, which ones you can download and watch. Um, it was cool. It was better than I thought it would. I thought it was going to be pretty shitty. So yeah, low low expectations. Um, but better than I thought yeah, it was. You got to keep those expectations low. And That's do right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I watched Murder, Murder on the Orient Express, and I was like, "Yeah, it's fine." Uh, again, on an airplane, I was like, "Yeah, whatever, it's fine." It's a yeah. good airplane movie. You know? mm. I think that next we both have the same movie, right? Altered States. Words. Altered States. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Which we both enjoy. We yeah. both liked Altered States. That yeah. was our last podcast for sure. You haven't uh, revisited it since then, have you? No, I've not. Had time. Well, I yeah. rented it, and I had a oh, I, gotcha. I, yeah, okay. I should have just bought it. It was it was three ninety nine versus. 10 bucks and I should have just gotten it because I would watch it again. Yeah. We'll go both give Alter States a big, uh, big thumbs up. Go listen mm -hmm. to that podcast. We just came out, just came out a couple days ago. All right. So I'm going to go through a, a bunch of these here real quick because I have a lot more than you do. And we're, yeah. we're, we're running out of time here real quick, but it's I supposed watched to be a quick, quick episode. Yeah. Here. Right. I don't I, I guess with this many movies we can't, but hopefully you guys will get some good recommendations. Puppet master was next. I watched that on shutter. Yeah. The That's original. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was not as good as I remembered it. No. It scared okay. the crap out of me as a time. kid. And it was it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, what was good though was Barbarian. I watched it on Hulu. Yeah. Surprisingly like awesome movie. Definitely really? recommend I didn't, it. I didn't care for it. I no? saw it in the theater. I didn't oh, care. I loved for it. it. No. I thought I, I wasn't expecting anything and it was it was way better than I thought. Yeah, I didn't went in not knowing anything about it, and then by the end of it, I was like, I don't give a shit. Oh, about really? This. But people people really enjoy that movie. It just me and my wife saw it. It just didn't click for either of us. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I would recommend that. Um, and then next, of course, I would definitely recommend. This was just released in a Criterion uh, 4K, and I I got it, watched it. Wally. -E. Oh yeah, of course. Beautiful movie. Yeah. Everybody needs to watch Wally. -E. Yeah, yeah, amazing movie. If you haven't seen just it, just sit sit on your ass, get a whole bunch of snacks, and That's watch right. Wally -E and get real big and fat. Yeah. <laughs> and then I watched. Misery on Blu-ray as well. You remember Misery? the original James Caan and yeah, Kevin I've never seen it before. My wife was a big fan. She's like, "You haven't seen that?" So we got it, and it was yeah. it was awesome. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Misery. I mean, thing, Stephen King, his his books and the movies he make on his books are usually pretty good. Sometimes they're awful, but even the good ones, he does know how to end stories. I don't think like his endings are always really bad, but everything leading up to that is really good. I think. Yeah. But I mean, it was a good. Yeah, movie. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, to each their own. I just, I'm not. I, I, my wife's a huge Stephen King fan, but even she's like, yeah, he's, he doesn't know how to end a book. You know, he's, uh, he's good at getting a lot of books done. His, yeah. his son is, is, I would say, better than he is. Really? Yeah, he's definitely a better writer. He's a more complete storyteller, for sure. Okay. I'll, maybe I'll check out. What was his name again? Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Joe right, Hill. I'll check yeah. this stuff out. You yeah. should. Um, I mean, if you like reading comics, he's got some really. Really good comics. Uh, Lock I and claim key. I don't, but then I yeah, always do. Lock and Key well, is really cool. Lock it's, and it's Key? It's pretty All interesting. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a dark. I was going to say I'll let you borrow it, but there's it's a whole bunch of books, so I can't really ship them all to you. And we don't exactly <laughs> live near each other. Yeah. That's right, yeah. I forget okay. that sometimes. So Misery, thumbs up. Misery, thumbs up. And then I watched, on the plane here, I watched Spiral with Chris Rock. This was part of the... <laughs> I, I didn't think this was a, like a Saw. It's like in the universe of Saw. So if you enjoy is it a horror movie, with Chris yeah, Rock? it's a horror movie. I, you know, the, the reason why I was interested in this was because I thought it might have had something to do with that comic book I recommended to you, that Japanese yeah. one. It's all I, about I still spirals. Have it. I have it. I still haven't read it. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to read it. But it, it's okay. I mean, if you like that world of Saw 
and all those things, you might like this yeah. one. It's basically the same premise. It's just somebody torturing Chris Rock by slapping him in public. Yeah, over and he over plays again. a detective. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then again, he does his awesome acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great comedian, um, terrible actor. It's yeah. like a whodunit saw sort of thing, if that makes okay. any sense. Yeah. Yeah. This one I was actually surprised by. This is one that when it came out, I really wanted to watch it, and then I just kind of forgot about it. Elysium. Elysium. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I watched that yeah, on yeah. Hulu. It's Matt Damon, with right? Matt Damon, yeah, starring yeah. Diego Luna and Matt Damon. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. I, I remember when it came out, I was into it, and then I just, you know. I, Same thing. I don't know. Fucking life I, don't know. I was really excited yeah. about it. It was cooler than I thought. It was pretty cool. It was worth a watch, for sure. Okay, cool. Recommended. Awesome. Yeah. And then Embrace of the Serpent. I bought that on Apple uh, a while ago, and I haven't seen it. It's a black and white film. It has to do with a lot of the, the native people from Brazil, like in the Amazon. And mm -hmm. it's like basically what happens to them when all the you know the Europeans come and kind of take over and start using them for rubber and things like that. And it follows yeah. the story of this this one guy. Um, it's it's pretty interesting. It's all done in their native language. I don't know what it is, um, but it was it's cool. Portuguese? It was really pretty. Or, oh, the, oh, like not Portuguese. You're talking about no, like, no, no. It's like okay. uh, whatever, whatever they the Amazon. Like when, like when speak. Mel Gibson did uh, the one movie. Uh, the name's escaped me at the moment. Um, Apocalypto. Yeah, like yeah. that. Like they spoke Similar in that age like that. Yeah, not yeah. as not nowhere near as much action. Was it older though? You said it was black and white. Was it older? No, it, this was probably like 2000. Okay, so it was a choice to make. 2017, it black and white. 2018. Yeah. Okay. And you mm -hmm. thumbs up? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, you got to know what you're getting into. It's super slow. Yeah. Super, one of the slow burns, but I mean, I don't know if I'd recommend it for you, mm -hmm. um, but you know, if you're interested in this kind of stuff, pretty good. Okay. Yeah. And then I also watched the exact same flight being the Ricardos. Oh, the uh, I Love Lucy movie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the Ricky Ricardo movie, I guess we would call it for you. The, <laughs> the Ricky Ricardo movie, yeah. No, was that Lucy. Javier Bardem again? Javier, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah he, and who played Lucy? Nicole Kidman? Was Nicole it? Kidman, no. yeah. Was it? Okay. Yep. God, she fucked her face up. That's <laughs> with plastic surgery. Did she do it she for this the, movie? No, I'm just saying in life, like oh. in the North. I watched her in the Northmen, and I was like, I didn't know they had so much plastic surgery back in like Viking time. Yeah, but, you know. that's what they're all about. Those Vikings. Yeah, they. Everyone did a really good job. It was. It was okay. I'm a big I Love Lucy fan, so I was expecting a lot. Um, okay, but you know who did a really good job? The guy who played Fred. Okay, look him up real quick. I know you're gonna recognize him. I can't think of his name. And you, once you see once you see who he is, you're gonna be like, oh, that's perfect. J.K. Simmons? Yeah. Oh, my God. He plays Fred. J.K. Simmons is Oh, my God. Brilliant. He did such a good job. I have a funny story about my friend has about J.K. Simmons. I, I, don't, I can't get too into it right now, but it ends up with J.K. Simmons beating the shit out of my friend's car with, like, a C-stand on set. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking maniac. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good cast, though. Yeah. Uh, I like Nina Ariata, too. I think she's good. She was in that Billy Bob Thornton show for a while. Um, she was on Billions and stuff like that, I think, one one season. So, Oh, yeah. Okay. You recommend it? Or, uh, yeah, no? I guess. If you're a fan of I Love Lucy, it's worth watching. Yeah, I'm not. So, no. Really? Greatest show of yeah, all time? I, I just, I, it's not that I'm not a fan of it. I just haven't watched it ever. I haven't watched, like, really? like the Brady Bunch. People go crazy for the Brady Bunch. I'm like, I'm just oh, never. Oh, this is way better than I'm the Brady not, Bunch. I'm not anti it. I just have never seen it. Ah, you okay. Know? You probably had to watch it, too, when you were a kid and it was on during the day and nothing else was on. I was more of a cartoon kid growing up. Like Looney, if Looney Tunes was on, that's what I was watching. That's, it was there was all about Looney Tunes. Yeah, this was like yeah, one oh, of yeah. my oh, exceptions. Yeah. Uh, I don't know for some reason I've just always been fascinated with I, I Love Lucy. Yeah, one of my favorites. I also, watched, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be Ricky Ricardo and find me a loudmouth white woman. To that's right. <laughs> Not that you did, of course. But, you know. <laughs> House of Gucci was next. Amazon Prime, better than I expected. 
I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. Was that Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga was in it. She did a really good yeah. job. She was awesome okay. in it. She, she had a She's cool character. Yeah. yeah. And then I watched Lucy starring Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. You know, I, Luke, Besson, Luke Besson, right? Did he direct that? Maybe. It was It was okay. It was better than I thought. You know what I yeah. thought I was watching hmm. was, what's that one with uh, Scarlett Johansson where she's an alien? Oh, Beneath the Skin? Is that That's it? what I thought, yeah, yeah. Underneath the Skin. Or Beneath underneath the Skin. Underneath the Skin. Yeah, Underneath yeah. the Skin. That's what I thought I was watching. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, well, I'll watch weird. that again. <laughs> and then, because I, I don't know, for some reason, right, while I was downloading it, going through to like... Mm -hmm pick movies i was like oh i watched that on the plane but it was something completely different yeah yeah i mean it was uh, yeah i remember watching it it was fine uh luke besson directed it and wrote and directed it uh, he did uh the fifth element he did the professional one of my favorite movies the professional so yeah. i've always got a soft spot for him but when i watched it i was just like yeah i mean that's kind of what i but he, 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 he was involved in the whole transporter series and stuff like that so oh, makes like, sense. he's kind of just like moving into like basic generic action stuff so uh yeah i mean i would i don't know that i'd recommend it uh, if you want to watch the Scarlett Johansson movie, I'd watch the Underneath the Skin before I watched. Yeah, which, uh, which was what I thought I was watching, and then yeah. when it when it came on, you were gonna watch that on an airplane. That, yeah, it's not an airplane underneath slow. the skin. Yeah, there's nothing. But really it's also bad. like tons of nudity in it. Does it? Yeah, Scarlett oh, Johansson naked it? through like most of that movie. Huh. Her whole thing is about coaxing. That's true. Men but... to have sex with her, and then she and then she like puts them in a pit, or I don't remember exactly. Like, yeah, that weird weird, weird yeah. thing. But I figured it would be fun. Yeah, Maybe it was a good thing that it wasn't. That yeah, you play. really lucked I out. I probably would have ended, ended up, up like jail. not watching yeah. it. <laughs> so let me jump in here with one really quick. So kind of going back to that, uh, what I was talking about with the uh, greatest rate of all time, the Jeremy Clarkson documentary. They talked to this guy and they actually interviewed this guy. Uh, his name is Mickey Byrne. He's a World War II vet. Like he had the crazy, his crazy life. Like he had so much more than just guy? World War II. He's British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I'm um, kidding. I don't know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, they did a documentary kind of towards the end of his life. Like, he basically died after they wrapped, but before it was released uh, back in 2012 called Turn, Turn Towards the Sun. And um, the, the World War II stuff was pretty interesting. I didn't, I mean, watching him, basically you watch him, like, go back to Saint-Nazaire where, the, where the, all the uh, action happened. And he gets to meet some of the, the guys who were there uh, with him on the radio he hadn't seen in a while. And they're, they're talking to the French people and stuff. So that's, that's all really, really interesting. Some of the stuff, it's kind of whatever. Um, I mean, if you're a fan of documentaries, if you're a fan of World War II, I mean, this guy's like, he's just got one of those life. I mean, Jeremy Clarkson says he's like, he's an ob obituary writer's wet dream because he just did so much in his life. Uh, he, ended up, he ended up being like a poet at the end of his life. Uh, but Turn Towards the Sun, I had to buy it on, uh, I found it on eBay. I had to buy the DVD of it. Like a real so DVD, not, not a Blu-ray? No, no, like a DVD. Huh. Yeah. So it's not super easy to find. But, you know, reach out to me. I'll fucking send it to you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I watched it already. <laughs> but it's interesting to watch him go back. watch like a World War II veteran go back to kind of like where he was in this like super chaotic time, not only in his life, but in the world too. And he's like, oh, yeah, like this is where this happened. This is where this happened. He's now he's very like cavalier and casual about it. But uh, if you could find it, I, I think the, there's a book too. I think the book is supposed to be really, really good. I couldn't find the book that wasn't. I mean, if you can find the book, grab it because it's worth a few hundred dollars it's worth like six or seven hundred dollars now mm, nice. but um yeah it, uh, you know if you if you can get your hands on it sure uh, but i wouldn't go i wouldn't be like me and go out of your way you know but around the same time i also uh i found uh i thought i had lost this i've talked about it a couple times on the show but i have like um a burned dvd of the lexi alexander movie green street hooligans <laughs> and i thought that i had lost it 
And the other day, I just I'm like cleaning up, and this there's this a DVD sitting upside down, and I pick it up, and it's like written in Sharpie, Greasy Hooligans. And I was like, <laughs> to my wife, I was like, how long has this been here for? She's like, it's that's been there a long time. And I was like, what the fuck? No way. And I looked at the back, and it was all like scratched up and stuff. But I took a microfiber cloth through and I cleaned it up. That's I put it works. in my Xbox. Yeah. Perfect. This yeah, is the Elijah Wood one, right? Yeah, Elijah Wood, Charlie Hunnam. There's a bunch of people who like turned out to be big actors later on that are in this. But it's funny because it's a like I said, it's a burned DVD. So it's meant to be watched on a computer, I think. Like a third of the screen around it is just black. <laughs> like it doesn't <laughs> format to my TV. I highly recommend this movie. I really enjoy it. It's kind of a fish out of water story, but if that water is uh, like super violent soccer hooligan you know it's it's elijah wood gets kicked out of harvard and he ends up staying with his sister and her sister's married to a guy who his brother is charlie hunnam and charlie hunnam's like the leader of this like gang of soccer hooligans it kind of goes back to that hoodie horror stuff we talked about it's not a yeah. horror movie at all but it really portrays this culture as like in a negative light i really enjoy this movie i was surprised because lexi alexander did this she did punisher warzone and then she's done a bunch of tv i guess her two movies didn't do that well but i, I actually really enjoy everything all of her movies, or both of her movies. So if you can get your hands on a copy of Green Street Hooligans, I don't think it's streaming anywhere right now. I can take a peek real quick. But if you if you buy it, uh, I, I think it's well worth the purchase. Oh, wow. Um, There's a two and a three. Yeah, those don't watch those. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, this was um, an awesome movie. I really enjoyed this movie. Did you Have you seen it? Oh, I thought you hadn't seen it. No, yeah. This one I watched, this was like an Amazon um, or Netflix uh, disc that I got a long time ago. So oh, I okay. when it came yeah, out, yeah. I think. Yeah. So I really, I really, I highly recommend it. I'm a fan of Elijah Wood. I think he's, he Elijah makes some great. good choices. Yeah. As a yeah, producer, really as an actor. Yeah. Have you been watching Yellow Jackets at all? He, I have he's not. No, I really want to see that. He's, he's fun. I don't have he's access good. to the, that channel. To Showtime. Yeah. yeah. If you can get it, man, it's, it's, it's a fun show. It's weird. And like, you don't quite know what's going on most of the time, but it's not like, it's not absurd, you know? Yeah. Christina Ritchie's cast, in it. Good cast. So bunch of 90s, bunch of 90s actresses yeah. in it. Yeah. And then, um. I also just purchased on on Amazon. This is so weird. I've I've tried to watch this movie three or four times. Every time I do, I fall asleep. <laughs> and when I tell movie? people that, when I tell people that, they're like, "How the fuck could you <laughs> fall asleep during that movie?" And I made it through. I'm talking about Black Hawk Down. For some reason, I could not get through that movie. <laughs> I always fell asleep during it. And I rewatched it now, and I think. I don't think it's that good of a movie. People go crazy for it. I don't like that movie. I don't think this like it's based on a true story, but I don't I think that the problem when you base something on a true story is that if you're too close to the actual story, you I mean you still have to make a movie out of it. And it's just action and people running around and there was a ton of characters, but there wasn't a ton of backstory on all these characters. You know what I mean? Like so they're kind of one-dimensional. You knew who they were ish, but like they were all very like, okay, well, this is this guy. Josh Hartnett is the guy who's, he's not necessarily super into war. And Jason Isaac or Jason Clark, whichever one it was, like, he's the tough drill sergeant. And it was just very like, everything was very flat, I thought. Hmm. So I finally watched it. I, I bought it. I watched it. <sighs> People love that movie. I don't really recommend it. Also, I felt terrible the entire time. Like, you know, I I mean, there's, I guess they're supposed to be the bad guys, but it's literally just a bunch of white people shooting machine guns against a bunch of black people. And the whole time I'm like, we're the, the white people are in their neighborhood. Like they should be the bad guys. They came into their fucking, I know they're like warlords and shit, but like 
And at the end, they try to like do something where it's like, oh, look, not everyone here was anti-America. But I'm like, you crashed a helicopter yeah. in their fucking town. You send in tanks and we're shooting. And it was like like 60 Americans. I don't remember. Something it's like Team that. Team America. But then like like a thousand fucking Somalis or, or, or was it Mogadishu? I think they were Mogadishu. I was just like, this is really upsetting my stomach watching this. Like, you're in their neighborhood, and they're supposed to be the bad guys. For You crashed a fucking helicopter in their town, and they got mad about it, and now they're the bad guys? No. I don't like this. I didn't like that movie. <laughs> I'm going to go on record and say, fuck Black Hawk Down. I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything about the military. I'm not saying anything about, about soldiers. I'm saying specifically that movie. I do not like that movie. <laughs> that movie, fuck it. I, I yeah, think fuck, I've seen fuck it. Fuck Black Hawk Down. I don't really remember it. Um... That dude, I had, I knew a guy when it came out. He's like, uh, I came out of the movie crying, and I was like, Well, you're a fucking bitch. You're a pussy who cries like that, in a movie. like bawling. Actually, his girlfriend told me that that mm, he came out. Of interesting. Yeah. Was, was he like, in well, war? He's a fucking bitch. No, he was just a fucking <laughs> fucking nerd. So I don't. I I mean, it's I think it's Ridley Scott too. Like it was just like everything should have lined up. It just man, I tried. It just does not click for me that movie. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't watch it then. I was going to say maybe I should give it a shot, but maybe not. Uh, I mean. Uh, <laughs> All right. I got. Now, maybe you like it. Maybe, maybe you like maybe, it. I yeah. yeah. I got a bunch of them here real quick that I'll run through. Right. Them. Uh, Kiki's Delivery Service, HBO Max. Okay. That's, have you Is seen? That's that, like, yeah, like anime. Not Studio anime, Ghibli. Japanese, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Studio Ghibli. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amazing. Super good. Any, yeah, any of they, the Studio Everything Ghibli they do stuff. is fucking yeah, right. yeah. Really great. So if you haven't seen any Studio Ghibli you just watch it. Maybe start with Spirited Away. Probably the best one oh, that yeah, they Spirited have. Oh, yeah, Spirited Away, definitely. For sure. Yeah. Um, but any other, then Prince Mononoke, and then you mm -hmm. can go to Kiki's Delivery Service. Was it, and they did Howl's Moving Castle, too, right? Uh, yes. That, uh -huh. that one's also yeah, a really good yeah. one. That one has uh, Liam Neeson in it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, he plays the, the guy. Specific set of skills. Yeah. Move this flying castle. <laughs> Uh, you know what I watched for the first time was Ringu, the original uh, Japanese The Ring movie. Yeah, um, it was pretty good. It was diff definitely way different than the American version. Yeah, it's okay. uh, I've never seen it. It's more yeah. of a thriller than a horror movie. I really, oh, my wife just read the book and she said it was like really well done. So we watched this movie. She still said the book was better, but uh, I, I enjoyed this movie. It was, it was Ringu, really cool. Ringu, Ringu over yeah. the ring though. Ringu over the ring. You think or uh, I don't really remember the ring. So yes. Okay. I remember right. a little bit of it. I remember it was cool and it was scary, but it, it didn't really stick with me. So this this is probably a, a better made movie in general. Okay. Yeah, and then I watched the the, the Banshees of Irishinin, which yeah, still amazing. Our list. Yeah. yeah, I uh, went to the theaters, watched Mario Brothers the movie. Oh my gosh, I well, I'm, I would love to hear what you think about this. I I, you know, what? I enjoyed are, it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm hearing people really, really liking it. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting much, um, but it was better than I thought. It looked really cool. It, it, they did something really nice where they kind of added like a, a grain to it, like a film grain. So it kind of okay. gave it a different like look, more than like Pixar, which, oh, was, which was a lot of fun. Right. But it, it was it was fun. If you're a fan of Mario Brothers, I'm not the biggest Mario Brother fan. I was always a, a, a Sonic guy. But I, you know, I I grew oh, up yeah. playing Mario Brothers, so I like what they did with it. It was pretty cool. Uh, Jack Black was amazing, as always. Oh, it's Jack Black. I didn't even know he, he was plays in it. King Koopa. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's super fun. Yeah. yeah, you'll you'll know as soon as you you watch it because he, he has a little, little. Well, you'll see. You know what I watched? Which I was, uh, I really, I wanted to really like this movie, and I'm sad that I didn't like it as much as as I did. But Quasi, the new Broken Lizard movie. It oh, just I'm came not, out. I haven't even heard of it. Yeah, yeah it's a 
basically like the story of Quasimodo, but with all the broken lizard guys. Okay. Yeah. Who plays Quasimodo? Which one of them? The Argentinian guy? Yeah, Stephen Lemmy. Is he Argentinian? I'm pretty really? sure he's Argentinian. One of them's okay. Argentinian. I'm pretty sure it's him. Okay. Um, Steve Lemmy, yeah. Yeah. He played uh, Mac in the in Super Troopers. Right? Yes, he played Mac. Yeah. Oh, but the, the interesting thing, this was directed by Kevin Hooferman. The uh not not Jay uh Yeah. I don't know the, his last so Farva. Name. Let's just go with Yeah, the, it, was it was directed by Farva, Farva not yeah. um uh -huh. Um, not so thorny. It yeah. definitely had a, a different feel, but I'm still going to recommend it Okay, because I want them to keep making more movies like this. I think this was fairly low budget. I mean, yeah. it was just them like having a good time and it was just a comedy, which people don't do these types of movies anymore. But I think if they keep doing it, it'll probably get better. They basically, they played multiple characters in the, in the movie and it was just them doing their thing. And um, it's, it's on Hulu? It's on Hulu. Yeah. It's a, okay. uh, it's an original, a Hulu original. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Okay. The same day I watched Dragon Ball Super Broly. I purchased that on Apple. <laughs> I don't <laughs> With the kids. I've never watched Dragon Ball anything. I so, would uh, I would yeah. definitely highly recommend it. Maybe not for you. If you're a yeah. Dragon Ball fan, definitely watch it. Okay. And so that was it. That's the end of your list. Well, yeah. I have these ones that I knew I watched, but I don't know when I watched them. I'm going to go okay. through them real well, let quick. Me, let me jump in real quick because I got one oh, last one. Oh, you got one. one last one. All right. My last one of the year. I actually just watched it the other day. It was on AMC+. I'd never seen it before. It's called Lawless. It's um, Tom Hardy, Shia LaBeouf, Jessica Chastain. They play like bootleggers. Jason huh. Clark. I think it's Jason Clark. I keep getting Jason Clark and Jason Isaac mixed up. They're both on that show Brotherhood together. Yeah, they're like bootleggers during Prohibition, but like out in like the sticks, you know, and then Guy Pierce tries to come in or like a gangster tries to come in and kind of muscle them. And Guy Pierce works for like the federal government, but he's kind of like a secret, you know, secret bad guy. And he, he plays a really good character. He's really interesting in it. Um, the rest of it's kind of, it's fine, but you know, it's not. If you don't see it, then you're going to be okay. I love. I like Tom Hardy. I really. I know he, he's had his issues. I really think Shia LaBeouf is is really a talented actor. Oh, but yeah, I, I don't think. I don't think anything anybody really does anything spectacular necessarily in this movie, with the exception of Guy Pierce. I so, like uh, Guy Pierce a lot. Yeah. He's if awesome. you were to not see it, you'd be fine. So you have <laughs> you have four more that you you. You haven't, you don't know the dates of. I don't so know the dates we'll of. Yeah. Them out there. Okay. So I watched the uh, the Big Boss, a Criterion Blu-ray. Uh, that was the Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee? The, yeah, the yeah. Bruce Lee. Always okay. fun. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's it's a fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah of course, it's, it's awesome. So definitely recommend that one. The Irishman. Now I watched it the first time. I thought it was all right, and I was like, I had a long flight. Um, this is like a three and a half hour movie. So I was like, oh, mm -hmm. perfect. I can knock out most of it. And think I watched it again. I actually really enjoyed the second watch. Really? It was really oh, okay. good. Because I did not like that movie It at was, all. yeah. Actually, I think I was talking to Ricky, who uh, everyone met with, with the Hateful the Eight. Hateful Eight, yeah. yeah. Um, and he said that it was better the second time around, which is why I downloaded it. And he, he was actually, it was right. It was really good. I was surprised. I think I kind of let go of the fact that they did all those special effects. The de-aging looked yeah, fucking terrible, man. Like. I kind of just forgot about that, and it was really good. I also couldn't figure out how old they were supposed to be. Yeah, because like, they all looked like Robert they were. De Niro, like, yeah, because they so. kept calling him son and kid, and he was like, man, yeah. he looks older than you. He looked fucking 50 years old. Yeah, yeah, and he's got those big shoulders. I don't know if he was wearing prosthetics or not on his shoulders, but they mm, looked weird. I don't know. I don't know. It looked like that Beowulf remake. Yeah, Beowulf with, with yeah. Uh, Ray Winston is what mm. it reminded me of. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, you, so you're going to give it a thumbs up now? Yeah, I, I was surprised. I really Maybe enjoyed I'll give it. it a rewatch. Yeah. And then I watched uh, Paprika. I don't know if you've seen this one. Mm, Same director know. as Perfect Blue. It's an anime. Either. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I haven't seen it's that. basically yeah. it's what Inception got all its ideas from was from this. Oh, okay, yeah. great. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's good though. You like it? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then probably one of my favorite movies of last year, Tar. I don't know if you've seen this. Tar. Is Tar. that? No. What is that? Tar is starring Kate uh, Blanchett. Um, I don't want to give too much away. The cover makes it look like it's going to be a lot more weirder than it is, but it, it's not. But it, it takes place in a world where she's a composer for the New York Symphony. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're into classical music. I don't know if you understand that world. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think I think anyone who's into like technical metal yeah. is into <laughs> okay. classical music. There's you go through these weird phases. So yeah, I. I I'm not a huge, I don't listen to it a ton, but I do, I do enjoy it when I do listen to it, yeah. A while ago, I read this book from uh, Haruku Murakami called Absolutely on Music, and he's talking to this composer, and it's basically just their conversations as they listen to music. And it's like, mm-hmm. literally like, Haruko, and then hit what he said, and then the other guy, what he said. Um, but it's, it's so, both of us are big music fans, right? But right. This, this world is insane. Like, there's just, the same songs are done by like different orchestras and people like like this version better than that version and there's just there's very like this really? this weird weird well, like super competitive too right yeah like, it's it's yeah. a it's a strange world that I, I i don't understand um and i really want to but this movie takes place in that world and oh okay the way they talk about music and just composing and and just the way they talk to each other is just so well written it's and Kate Blanchett does an amazing job. Like, oh okay. god, I I don't want to give anything away, but it's probably one. That's of what my I've heard. Of. Everyone says that. Last. I don't want to give anything away, but it's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. This this well, would yeah. go up as like a top recommendation with with those other top five that we we did. I don't know if okay. it's as, ah. See, it's weird because once you watch it, like it sits in your head for a long time. But it, it's that that's fe- I like those movies. Yeah, a lot it's it's, it's, it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. So you're you're putting it up. You don't know if it takes out Banshees of Ears. I don't. It's... As far as my favorite movies of last year, like I would say, these are probably the top two. Wow. Okay. Oh, you know what? Okay. No, there, there's one that I didn't watch this year that probably takes the cake. So this is right up there with and this movie I didn't watch this year, so that's why it's not included in here. Because I think we both agree that Everything Everywhere All at Once was probably our favorite movie of last year, right? Yeah, that was definitely my favorite movie last year. I It ties with, for me, because Bardo, False Chronicles, and A Handful of Truths. It's from uh, Alejandro Gonzalez, Neruto Amores Perros. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and uh, so if you have... You know what? You should watch this movie. I think you might enjoy it. Just know right. that it's super slow. Yeah, well, I mean, Amores Perros was pretty slow, yeah, too, wasn't yeah. it? Like, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's similar like that. This is more of a... It, I, I don't even want to say anything about it either. But Don't say a word. Don't yeah. say a word. I'll watch it. No, I yeah. think you'll enjoy this. It's it shot amazing, like the best cinematography I've seen in a very long time. Okay. Yeah, so that's just a just a bonus for, for you guys out there and for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, that that's those are our, what we've watched so far this year, huh? Yeah. Wow, that was a lot. Yeah, it was way, way more than I thought it was going to be. No, yeah. I was like, we can knock this out in like 40 minutes, right? I thought it was going to be a super short episode. Yeah. yeah. So, but we're talking about, so still though, number one, uh, Banshees of Edith Sharon, still uh, both of our favorite movies of the year so far. Uh, that we've of, seen of the this list year. of this year? Yeah, of the movies that we've seen this year. Yeah. So go go out there and watch it, guys. That's like, right. HBO Max. Yeah, it's, I wonder if it's still on HBO Max. Let me do it's still on there. Check. I just watched it, it like okay. a, a few days ago. Yeah, it's fantastic. Brendan Gleeson, Colin Farrell doing, doing what they do. Yeah. So, uh yeah, so I guess uh, we'll do this again another four four months. We should probably do how... it maybe a little bit sooner, maybe three months. That way we don't have such okay. a long ass list. It won't be so long. Yeah, yeah, and it probably won't be as, as I'm not going to be traveling as much, so it's probably not going to be as big. 
Yeah, and and I'm pretty. I've got a couple shows coming up that I'm working on, so my list won't be. I won't have as much free time either. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to re reevaluate in the next uh, upcoming upcoming weeks uh, everything that we've watched. See if anything can <laughs> dethrone the great banshees. So all right, cool, man. Well, yeah, I guess uh, that's that's our list. Let us know what you think, what you what you like, what you don't agree with, what you do agree with. We love we love when people tell us that we're wrong. Yeah, what movies did we miss? Yeah, what movies? Have, what should we should we watch for the remainder of the year? Next week we'll be back regular scheduled program talking about the super underrated <laughs> asterisk asterisk by it, uh, the big Lebowski. The big Lebowski. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about why it fails in the box office. I think okay. that's that's how we're gonna get it, get it in there. <laughs> as, okay. As, All right. As underrated, as so we can yeah. focus on that. Deal. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. All right. So Perfect. we'll be back next week, uh, regular, regularly scheduled programming, talking about the big Lebowski. Until then, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us at, oh, yeah, that was a good movie at gmail.com. I know I always joke about us having a Twitter and how I don't really use it, but I think I want to get rid of it because all I get, I get emails constantly from Twitter. And the only thing email emails me about is some something. It's like some kind of like real fights thing so like i'll like be like what is this and i'll click on it it'll just be like people beating the shit out of each other so uh, i just I, I fucking hate twitter so much <laughs> you can reach us there if you want but instagram and oh yeah that was a good movie at gmail.com are going to be the best ways so so until next week keep watching good movies guys and we will see you then mm-hmm.